This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash radio to learn more. Alright, what's good internet and welcome to session 167 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and comic counting captain, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me as always is the man without fear, Alex Arona. You know my middle name is in an homage to Daredevil. Also, my dad was outside smoking pot. What? Wait, how's that? Really? <laughs> what? what? Oh, my first name was supposed to be Matthew, and then uh, my mother uh, played an audible. Ah, uh, so not in the room. you were supposed to be named Matthew, and then he got high? Uh, yes, so she said, nope, his name's Alex. Matthew can be his middle name. Okay. I got high. <laughs> and I know I had heard that. I think you remind me at least once a year. But that's not all, since we also have Omega-level mutant of the podcast, Joel DeWitt. Please, only refer to me as Mr. Sinister for the remainder of the show. It's a bold choice there. Let's uh, let's see how it pays off for you. You, you know who Mr. Sinister is right now, yeah? No. He okay. wasn't in a movie. He wasn't in a... Aw, oh, damn. Damn, if we continue to reference stuff that uh, isn't out there... Hasn't been made into a movie. Oh. All right. Lastly, rocking out with us uh, with the power of luck. Ooh, there we go. Alec Parks. Coming at you live from Mojo World. These are the deep cut references. If you don't get them, I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't get it. There's been a lot of mutants. There's been a lot of mutants that have had like just like the power of random luck. Mm-hmm. Not all of them very good either. If you can't do it on command, is it a power? Well, it's more about the fact that like they'll like jump out of a window and just and like somehow a pillow like a like a pile of pillows will appear beneath them. Like something like people will just like bring a pile of pillows without even knowing that that person's there and it'll they'll land in it. That's Mr. Bring Magoo. A pile of pillows. That's just Mr. Yeah. Magoo. Yeah, yeah, but that's what but their power is. They will just like get themselves in any like they'll they'll jump into a a fight with a bunch of mobsters and suddenly all the mobsters' guns will jam. So are you just looking to magoo it through this podcast tonight? <laughs> yeah, no, we, we kind of always are, aren't we? Generally, yeah, and I think that that's our uh, specialty: the power of please don't let this be terrible. We're all oh. just a bunch of dominoes. Yeah. Well, now that we have the Motley crew together, we can get rowdy and early adopters, revisit Getty 3 with the news, and put on our dancing shoes in the backlog. Yeah! You guys amped up for excitement and... I don't know, whatever we played this week? Hell yeah. <laughs> I got one hell yeah and eye roll, and then I'm... Uh, yeah, alright. So let's... Uh, That's what you get for looking at Discord. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I get for looking at those ugly mugs. All right, uh, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games about love. 
stolen love. Yeah. Forbidden love. Very comedic. Stolen love. Very comedic. Very comedic. Are you talking about curse crackers for whom the bell toils? Yes. Yes, I am. Ooh. All right. Well, Alex, uh, you actually have uh, a little bit of a connection to this game. So could you uh, introduce the curse crackers to us? Uh, Curse Crackers is a 2D, it it looks like in the vein of like some uh, Sega Genesis or even I will say like a a Game Boy game, a Wario World platformer with uh, enemies that you uh, can jump on their heads, but also um, you can, uh, do you have a little creature that will, that kind of floats around with you and you can throw it in different directions and it'll bounce, but it can be used as like an attack. Uh, you can get items that will, uh, in, that will, uh, affect the creature and that can help you. So if you're, uh, stuck somewhere, you could have an item that'll turn him into a balloon and you can ride him up into the air to give you some leverage and get you out of uh, little pits. The story is very funny. Uh, a girl going to meet her boyfriend for a date and a witch comes and takes her, takes the boyfriend away. And the boyfriend's like, well, you know, this doesn't, I don't, I'm not okay with this. This seems really uncomfortable. And the witch is like, nope, too bad. And just like runs away. But it's got a lot of charm and a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I want to say, you, you see, it wears its influences on its sleeve. And I think that mm. that's where the charm comes from. Uh, I do just also want to shout out that um, this game cards on the table this game is made uh he one of the people on the team is uh a friend of mine uh jeff oliva so uh just want to say hey what's up jeff and uh this game is actually a lot of fun it's a ton of fun and what you described it wearing its influences on its sleeve uh i got the mega man standing on the precipice of falling into a pit anxiety and I know that anybody that's played Mega Man knows that there's that moment when you're like lining yourself up to take a jump and you're like, please, God, don't let me fall into that pit because you know you're going to have to get kicked back to the last checkpoint. And that is not, that is not fun, but it's one of the risks that you have to take. At the same time, the companion that you have, being able to throw him at angles and then use him to boost you, that is clutch. And I love it. It's a mechanic that I haven't seen uh, in a game like this, and it made it feel like my character actually had more leverage. Yeah, using the using the little puffball as a it's a little puffball like floating dog creature that it's very cute. But um, it, it you can bounce them off the ground, and that'll give you uh, a, almost like a double jump, which is a, a very cool mechanic. Mm-hmm. And then you could also find little hidden uh, like off that take a little bit more effort platforming to find these hidden levels and the hidden levels will have challenges like hit this, these, uh, circles in, in like a numbered order, they'll have numbers on them. And if you hit them out of order, they all, the, the puzzle just like disappears. But if you hit them in the right order, you get bonus coins or you get letters. Yeah. And you, you could find hidden items. There's lots of, I found like a hidden rose that, uh, will, you know, it's, it's a collectible. So there's like a, a bunch of different collectibles in the game that, uh, I'm sure can unlock bonuses and, uh, different things for your character. It looked like it definitely evokes the old 2d platformers. The, uh, boy, 
You getting choked up here? It's okay, Joel. It's an emotional game. It's just really touching, you know. It is. <laughs> it is a really well-made game. I, I I really think so. the The visual aesthetic is very mixture of like NES versus kind of Game Boy with the sort of chunky pixels it has going on. The movement is actually surprisingly fluid. So the main character actually moves around with a bunch of quickness and everything is kind of seamless in her jumps, nothing really stuttery. The actual usage of that ball you throw or creature you throw, that is where sort of the stiffness comes in, where they're hard angles that you throw them at. So if you're trying to jump across a place and use it to bounce up as a double jump, you have to very quickly move the stick down and then hit the button in order to execute it right. Uh, the actual uh, environments themselves I found interesting. There are certain parts where you had sort of rising, it's called like lava, through a level, and then you'd be going up the sequences, but you can actually walk through the side <laughs> to the other side if they show arrows. So it's kind of like that whole Pac-Man thing where yep. you know if you go to the right, you'll end up same place on the other side, but the route will require you to do that, otherwise you'd sort of get stuck in, in lavaed. Yeah, and that was probably the toughest portion that I encountered in the entire game because I wanted to get the collectibles in that area and I just kept getting trounced by that little bit of magma. I just wasn't fast enough. There's, I, a, there's, a, there's definitely a run button, but I don't know if that's enough. If you're, The nice thing about that spot is that you don't get kicked back too far. However, it's still like, all right, so... I need to keep an eye on how I'm progressing through the stage and uh, how to best do it. Because there were areas that it wasn't very apparent that you could not go through, and then you'd like run up to it and you'd be like, oh, there's a wall here. Oh, the magma got me. So it's part of that spatial awareness. A little bit of trial and error. Yep. Alec, do you have any thoughts or uh, feels for Curse Crackers? Yeah, uh, nothing that hasn't already really been said. I'm looking forward to continuing to see this game evolve and as it comes out. I I uh, wish listed it. Same. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Now you guys made it all the way through, right? No, no. All all five stages. You no, can't tell prove I did. <laughs> no, I I did. I just wanted to see how far the story went, and it it was it had some some really neat elements to it. I won't spoil it too much because I think that everybody should give this one a shot, even if it's just to see how the game plays, because I have a very special place in my heart for Mega Man, and this made me feel like uh, playing Mega Man again and uh, trying to make it through the stages, trying to do them as fast as possible, but also, you know, those collectibles, you gotta, you gotta catch them all. Did anybody go to uh, the vendor and or the area with the swords that was in a, a separate part of the map? No. No, tell me about it. The vendor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a vendor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's a, a couple of cool things that the vendor sells, uh, one of them being a Band-Aid, so that if you find yourself hurt during the course of a stage, you can use the Band-Aid. Oh, to heal yourself. One of them is a, an item that is a... Uh, like a risk-reward kind of thing. You get more coins, but if you die, you lose all of them. And then the last thing, did anybody unlock the floaty like balloon ability for your companion? Yes. Yes. Okay. The vendor sells the pancakes so that you can use that 
Oh, okay. Where, yeah. Elsewhere. I, there, there were parts of levels that ended up being like they gave you a multi like multiple paths, so you could go like ground level, or there was a bunch of like platforms in the sky. So I, I feel like there there are secrets to be found in like the big the bigger stages, and I feel like if you were to have some of those. Uh, re- like it gives you a little bit more of like a replayability replay these levels uh, with some unlocked uh, items or abilities and you will find uh, just some extra extra stuff there yeah and uh, that's definitely the intention with being able to purchase the pancakes and then use them in the middle of a stage and it makes you want to explore more and and play more of the game because there's going to be additional recipes that you can unlock that are going to give you access to different spots because i know there were some items that i could not get and it doesn't really drive me crazy but it makes me definitely want to uh, explore more and 100 percent it Uh, this one's really neat so definitely check out curse crackers for whom the bell toils yep not tolls toils remember and uh, when you're done with that maybe meet me outside the dead side club I like that one. That's pretty good. I feel dirty for having used that as a transition. I thought Uh, you did good. That was a good one. I don't want you to cash me anywhere, but if you have to, I'll be be outside the Dead Side Club. So Dead Side Club, this is not my genre. I will say it. (laughs) It's more my, this is more my genre. This is an, an Alex joint. So very heavily influenced this week by Mr. Arona. Uh, Dead Side Club is a 2D battle royale uh, with character customization with uh, zombies. You got uh, a grappling hook, a a shield. It has a lot going on. It's got a lot of good going on. But again, I'm not a big fan of the battle royale, so... I'd like to hear about everybody else's experiences with the Dead Side Club. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Yes. It's uh it's two D player unknown battlegrounds. That that's PUBG. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 <laughs> PUBG ish. And it it's uh I just wanna say uh right off the bat that your character creator it looks like your guy's like a gene- like a little bit of a generic like prison guy. Like it's it, it's like wearing like an orange jumpsuit but like you unzip the top half and you ha- you hang it on the bottom, and then it's just like it's just beefcake. Like it's just very it's very comedic beefcake, uh, which is not a problem. I actually thought it was funny, but I uh, my partner Beth was walking by and she looks she goes, "Oh, is that is is, is that you?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I guess I guess that's me." <laughs> so like, character character creator, thank you for bringing it up. How long did you spend creating your character? Go. That's my problem. It was it, the you. It's all cosmetic based that ne- are unlockable. So I didn't really like right off the jump. They don't give you a ton. You didn't like, cycle I, through all the tattoos, all of the eyewear, <laughs> all of the hair colors. Uh, I did, I did. But the thing is, I was at like, how many hairstyles did you get? Five, and none of them were mine. And how many skin tones did you get? Like, I don't know. I couldn't find my brown guy, so I was like, well. I feel like that's un- like all of this. There, there was tons and tons of stuff to unlock that I found. How many jorts around. did you equip? <laughs> they only had like the one, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't know if uh, if I'm a jorts at the shins guy or if I'm like, uh, you know, it. That's Joel, all. Uh, Joel, I feel 
Joel, go. I spent about I spent about two minutes. Uh, two minutes. My my highlight. Uh, one of the shirts is just a gray shirt with a bunch of names of philosophers and uh, thinkers. Right. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like that's like that's like the live laugh love of men's t-shirts. It's just, <laughs> it was something else. But so I God, know you look like you live laugh and love. <laughs> He's a happy gentleman. So I know that the first thing that you guys did was check out the loot box system after finishing the character creation. How did you feel about that? You know, I didn't see that I didn't know there was a loot box. Oh. 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 No, I I knew there was loot boxes. I didn't get one, so I didn't look into it. You you had currency. It just threw a whole bunch of currency at you after you finished the tutorial. And then it was like, hey, you want to spend this? And I was like, yeah, I want to spend it. So I got a couple of unlocks. I, I didn't feel like I got anything that... What was the animation, though? Uh, rate, rate the animation. Not, it was not It was not great. Uh, I mean, I've seen some it? real good... I, I think it was just a, a safe opening. Oh, uh, mm. okay. You know what? I do remember this now, and I do remember it being kind of a little disappointing. Yeah, I've seen some real good ones. I've seen some real bad ones. This was, It was okay, but I didn't get like that yeah factor out of it. I think my favorite, by far, was from the... Mario Kart mobile game that okay, we played yeah. for the podcast where it was literally them just shooting loot oh, out yeah. of one of the tubes, <laughs> one of the green yeah, tubes. Yeah, the cannons. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I, Overwatch had a solid one. It was okay. Um, I don't know if I love like the PUBG one as much. Like, PUBG that? was one of the first ones, but I don't remember loving it. It was like a crate that dropped from the sky and then it just like opened up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got a PUBG was one of the first, but I definitely remember it being like a little disappointing. All right. Um, How many okay. chicken dinners did you get? Not this is a okay. I have a <laughs> I have a weird like this is a it, this isn't a play for a, an audio podcast, but I have like a weird thing with my thumbs on the sticks that I have problems with um, clicky clicks twin stick shooters. Really, I don't I don't feel oh. comfortable. Like I got it right here. I don't feel comfortable oh, with, like, man. using my finger on the like pad like this. So I always so, like go to the si- so I always go to the side. So if you're looking, I'm like on the side of the stick entirely. I use like the side. I use my thumb on the entire side of the stick, and that doesn't play well for twin stick shooters ever. This this explains a lot. This explains why <laughs> I've been able to defeat you in stick fight for so many years. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's absolutely why I don't feel comfortable like i never learned that way of like just putting your thumb in the middle of the stick and like rotating dad, it around you never taught me how to love i never played jo- <laughs> twin stick shooters that much like gauntlet <laughs> i used a joystick i never really played gauntlet okay that way. it's okay so um uh, so so this game has uh shooting that will that the the aiming is mm-hmm. based on uh the twin stick style but you're 2d platforming and it's kind of interesting they give you a building it's just a big out like like outline of a building and it's, and it's platforming it's side like view a maze. And yeah. it's almost like a maze essentially it's a maze and uh you pick where in the building you want to quote unquote drop and it's very funny because your character just like th- jumps out and slams into a window of a building yep and uh, and then uh you go around collecting items killing zombies uh purchasing new weapons and items like like uh, landmines or drones 
and uh, certain parts of the map, you can pull up your map and it shows the side of a building and the different sections. And certain sections will be gassed. So you have mm-hmm. to get out of those sections and you will find other players and you will shoot them in the face. Try to. Unsuccessfully. Well, I got I got like four, four or five kills in one match. Did They're, you use your shield? No. I just snuck... I, like, I got hook? to them. They were busy shooting zombies and I just... Well, grappling hook's essential. Like, you can't do anything about oh, the grappling the, hook. Well, that and also you, uh, you can stun people with the grappling hook. Yep. It's also worth noting there are actually NPC enemies, uh, CPU zombies. players... Yeah, there's zombies like big, like boomer type ones too. Uh, they are more obstacles than actual objectives, from what I've seen, uh, unless I overlooked something. Because no. the real aim is to just be the last one standing, and those ones are more manageable because they're they got typical patterns. It's it's the goofballs you find later who are like running and jumping while following you, and also sniping you, even though they're coordinating it like that. Uh, but it was fun. It, it did scratch that same itch as player known battlegrounds, to where like there was a split second where I thought like, maybe I want to reinstall that. Maybe I want to do a couple rounds and see how that feels again. You know, I'm you could. Playing, I'm I'm still playing Apex Legends. Sir. Yeah, you could play Apex Le- Legends with Alex. Me and Brock from Damage Boost were playing just Tuesday. Just Tuesday. Yeah. Very nice. Today's Thursday. I know. I played it on stream. Tomorrow's on Friday. The uh, so that's how Dead time Side Club. Works. There you go. Uh, Dead Side Club had uh, had also had a very cool like comic book style. Yeah. And also very like in your face edgy, not edge lordy, but also very but very edgy that like everyone's wearing like a hood that is way too big, and kind of sagging pants and and also just like feels like they're graffiti tagging like they're ready to like. Like wearing gas masks and neon colors and stuff, so it was—it's very funny and it's got a, an interesting style. But for the most part, I just thought that uh, this was something I had never seen before, and uh, also I had kind of hit like for some reason I, I this feels, uh, like I'm, I just played that one zombie game that I beat. What, I can't remember what it was called. Track you played a zombie it, game. I brought it for the backlog blog recent, like like two weeks ago, and. It reminds me very much of this, where it's this like two D zombie shooter that has like twin stick aiming, and uh, it I, it definitely felt like I was a little bit more comfortable playing this because uh, I had just played Deadlight. It was called Deadlight, so this reminded me a little bit of Deadlight. I don't okay. remember talking about that game. I don't remember either. Okay, that's fine. I feel like we definitely talked about Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. It's like you guys never listen to me. No, I definitely listen to you. I mean, the opening was definitely me listening to you, so it's a good try. <laughs> uh, you're not destroying me again. Yeah, that, that's later. That's in the news. Uh, God, we had a so th- this week we had a couple of bangers. Uh, pretty good games. You should definitely check them out. Dead Side Club was uh, it was just a quick access over the weekend but keep an eye out i get the feeling that they're gonna do something similar again they're still in development they're listening to what the community has to say looking for that feedback d-a-d-c-i-d-e yep we'll put in the show notes hell yeah so dead side club curse crackers games to look out for so uh let's get dropped into a break We'll be back. Hey, 
Hey news, wanna see the Super GG Radio Harlem Shake video? We have one of those, right? We get sued by Joji. We made one, like... We get sued by Joji. Why? Because Joji invented them. But we can't make one? I mean, we can't show the one that we made many years ago, because that was like a a thing six years ago? I don't know. I don't know. Hold on, let me let me tweet at Joji real quick. All right, you you check it out. See if we can make one of those. <laughs> Joji, we got news. We got a bunch of news, and I don't know how I feel about it, but we're gonna go through it anyway, because that's that's what you have to do as an as an adult. You gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do. So new Sega Genesis Mini. Joji's Twitter handle is sushi trash. Weird. This is uh, <laughs> so when we uh, we're talking about this Genesis Mini. Is this going to be a uh, like the the current one that came out with the controllers and everything that plugs into the TV, or are we talking like a uh, handheld? Nah, man, we're getting uh, we're getting some Sonic CD. We're, Sonic we're getting, CD. We're, we're getting the Sega CD stuff into this, thing. right? So Virtua Fighter. Um, yeah, that, that's that, not that's about painful. it. <laughs> Virtua Fighter. Which I one? Love Virtua Fighter. That was my jam. That was good. St- that arcade machine. Where it's all just choppy polygonal stuff. Yeah. Perfection. You know, there is a place where you can play that right now. Where? It is called Yakuza um, Games. Yakuza, yeah, Yakuza <laughs> Zero. Uh, I think that Yakuza 6, you could play Sonic the Fighters, which is based off of the same engine. Ooh. Is, is Yakuza the most accessible way to play old Sega arcade games? Okay, you're going to do this. You're going to get onto Game Pass. You're going to go figure out how to get a copy of this. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh-huh. This game I, I think that might is the shit. <laughs> it's got everything. I've talked about it on the podcast before. No, Vir- yeah. Virtual Fighter is also in, in... I'm playing Yakuza 0. Virtual but it's got business management system mm-hmm. with yeah. shareholders. Okay. It's I just got, got to Yakuza 0 where we started uh, investing in businesses and I have to assign management teams to them and then I also have to... Yep, yeah. You got yeah. summons that are like random people that show up and or animals. Mm-hmm. Your character has a baseball bat that he just carries around on the street and uh, the really story tracked here didn't we no i, I i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna admit that <laughs> i don't like how much this is selling me on it like i don't, I don't know i have enough time in the day to add yakuza oh na- no joel yeah yakuza yakuza like a dragon should definitely be on your backlog whether you have time for it or not okay i'm just saying is that you shouldn't like that's sh- like there's a lot of games that you're like this game is going to be a too much of a su- time suck for me yakuza zero or yakuza uh like a dragon should definitely be one of those like i don't know i think i'm actually going to try to get to this do one. you enjoy pac-man in the form of wait can collection on the streets with a shopping cart <laughs> joel you love you love cart racers don't you i do there oh, is a yep there's a, a whole racer. part of the game dedicated to there's a whole story beat. Upgrading, upgrading. You purchase Yakuza Zero has this too, where you could just like you have to purchase parts for your go kart to make it faster. <laughs> okay, let's see. Is this on Game Pass? Yes, it is. It was, all of them were. <laughs> so I think that Zero was coming off, and a couple other ones might be coming off. I don't know about Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Yakuza like a dragon. All like right. a dragon all is right. a must play for yeah everyone. All no, the and time. It, you can also. I I found it. I got it for twenty bucks. Okay. So if, it's, if not, this is something that you should definitely like. It's that good. Okay. Uh, so anyway, you can get yourself a new Genesis Mini with games like 
Virtual Fighter. And uh, Sonic CD. And, and there's, Sonic there's a CD. bunch of other games. Like, um, they said that um, Vir- Virtual Racing, Thunder Force 4, um, and I think, the, I think that's as far as we got. The Sega CD so version of NBA Jam. Oh, I already no, know. No, I'm, I'm fucking with the eye. <laughs> what? I thought I got the F-bombs. No, you I stole it this do. week. You, oh. First off, you you absolutely do not get claimed to F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it's whoever the fuck wants them. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's two in less than five minutes. All right. I agree. <clears throat> great, great. So if that doesn't uh, tickle your fancy, we do have potential Please 007 GoldenEye leaked by Xbox Achievement List. I'd play this. That's kind of cool. There's talks of like, like I understand that this is the Xbox achievement list, and that's very cool that they're remaking Goldeneye. I also just want to say that there was also there's talks of um, the Game Pass uh, equivalent for Sony, the one that is currently kind of laughable, but their lists are talking about having trophies for their old style games as well. And that's I'm saying is I like this trend of adding achievements and trophies and little mini accomplishments to old games that we love. And, you know, like you've played the crap out of. But like, let me tell you, if there's like a platinum in Wild Arms 3, I might be like, "Mm, I might want to go for that platinum. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's it's there. There probably is. Have you heard of retroachievements.org? I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Alec, you want everything to be like this ramshackle, (laughs) non-mainstream, like, bull that is, like, half made up. If he doesn't have the trophy on PlayStation, he doesn't think it exists. Yeah, where's the E-peen? Like, oh, you're like, I got all the Steve achievements. Steve achievements, get out of here. (laughs) Did you say Steve achievements? (laughs) Who's looking at at Steam profiles and being like, man, that guy's impressive? No. (laughs) You know, I know who is. Chris Zack. Oh, you know what? Chris Zack is doing that. Shout out to Chris Zack for putting up with our shit. He's absolutely listening right now, being like, I have a lot of Steam achievements. (laughs) God bless it. I I think Zack, do something. Do something. Yeah, I know you do, Alec. I know you love Steve achievements. (laughs) I just just keep hearing Steve achievements. That's what I keep hearing, too. (laughs) I mean, if you You want to compare some PlayStation EPing like Alex, I'll, I'll go right now. No, I'm not going to do that. I st- I gave up that game long ago. Right. I gave up that game when PS4 came out, and I was like, I could get there, Getty, and then you're like, I don't know, and then I saw your list, and I was like, nope. And then they were <laughs> like, hey, we reworked the system, so... I even started trying to, like... I started doing the, the Greg Miller uh, kind of funny style game where I was like, hey, Getty, I got this game called, like, a Jar of Mayo. It's just clicking a jar of mayo, and it's got a platinum in your face, and I was like, well, that's not going to be a... That's not a lasting thing. No, nope. you can try, be a, though. Just got to be a big fish in a small pond, right? Like, find out if CDTs.com has a profile thing where you can get achievements or games you buy from them or something. <laughs> I follow Joji on Twitter, and he's he only follows one other person. He's got a million followers. Okay, so chances are pretty good that... That we could do. We could probably do a Harlem Shake video and not have an issue. I doubt Joji will be litigious. Okay, yeah. So that's that's good. That's... Yep, keep that on the back burner. Uh, E3 returning in 2023. Um, that's next year. So do we? Yep. Do we need to cover that now? We can cover it next year, right? It's more the idea that this is going to be like. Uh, it's more about the fact that this is like an announcement that they have made because there was talk of E3 kind of starting to go under. Well, now's our chance. 
Get those press Alec, badges. Alec, you're trying to send me your don't don't send me your retro achievement profile like that means a thing. It wasn't my profile. It's just the ones for what oh, yeah. achievements there are for Wild Arms Two. Oh, okay. Yes, ah. yes. I am aware that I am aware of uh, retroachievement.org. I've seen I've seen people plat, quote unquote the platinum for Super Mario Brothers Three. I remain unimpressed. <laughs> we we need to make super GG radio achievements in some sort of format where like it can level the playing field between somebody like me and somebody like Getty who would just pound people into the ground that aren't <laughs> achievement hunters. I, I am not an achievement hunter. I work very hard for my achievements. Alex, he's the guy that just said he bought jar of mayo so he could get a platinum. Okay. No, I didn't end up doing that. And also at the same time at the same time just because you're you you are an achievement hunter you are you grind for them and you make sure that you knock out all of them you read you read all of them before you start a game getty come on that's not true at all you literally told i was playing a game with you and you're like i don't know it says here i have to do this thing to get this trophy i better do that before that's because you know, if you you check it it tells you what you need to do i don't know why no, you you check them all before you even start the game no because it won't even let you check them before you start the game so they have, no, they, they fixed that. They changed that now. Oh, okay. So you do it. I don't. <laughs> I read about it in the news, Getty. Oh, in no. We don't we don't cover news here. Steam <laughs> Next Fest there we uh, go. coming up June 13th through the 20th. So we are looking forward to next week being obliterated with new content. Yeah, you know we're going to have like an episode that's just going to be uh, early adopters, like the entire episode. And then Getty's gonna be like, "That was too much. I hate you." It. I'm never gonna forgive you for the bone zone, okay? <laughs> what is the bone zone now? Uh, if you have to ask, then you obviously don't listen to me. Can't so. afford it. No, nope. can't afford it. You don't listen to me. It's not fair. VR sales <laughs> are spiking intensely, so intense that last year, 2021, VR sales grew 97 percent, and then. This year, first quarter, by 242%. I don't know if this is year to year or if this is comparing 2020 to 2022, but the Oculus Quest has sold 14.8 million units since uh, it was announced. September 2020. Which one one is the Meta Machine? They're not the the Oculus Quest anymore. They are... The the Zucker Quest. The that's actually the whole thing that's like Zuck stopping quest? me entirely from from buying one is that I'm just like I don't know if they if I need to give them the one. Zuculus Quest. I'm currently negging people on offer up for one. Okay, there is how's no it, there is no ethical VR consumption. Let's, let's put it out there. I mean, there's tentacular uh, VR consumption. Yeah, on an Oculus Quest. No, it's called a MetaQuest, Joel. We just said that. No, I can check my you know box nope. right over there. Zuck I'm pretty sure it says Oculus, but you do you. It's called ZuckQuest. My, my VR What does your screen say when it boots up? It did change it to a Meta logo, but, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the box says Oculus on it, so like 20 years from now when it's up to the Oculus 100. Are you one of those 100, people that keeps the boxes? In case he needs um, to take it to travel, okay? Okay. I, I did finally throw out one old plastic, uh, no, paper. You know how that some of those games have, like, the paper box sleeves? 
right? Yeah. And yeah. I used to hang on to them all the time, and I finally got rid of one for Zelda. Yeah. Why? I'm trying to Marie Kondo the shit a little bit, and like just <laughs> yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, that is a piece of paper that takes up no space. Look, you start small. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> baby <laughs> steps, baby, I would, baby I would steps. I would go. I think I would go with like console boxes more. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there is a Virtual Boy box and a Sega Genesis box in my parents' basement right now. Are they still? Are the consoles in them? Absolutely not. In in fact, my yeah, then I would my s- Virtual Boy is just destroyed from years of me being a dumb kid and taking it outside to play it at baseball games and stuff. No, that's, that's legit. Mm, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say that's a real weird uh, serial killer thing to do. <laughs> no. You do you. <laughs> Listen, not all of us were baseball stars growing up, Alex. Some of us had to I get was, up at 7 o'clock in the morning to go outside and get pelted with balls. Or, or, right? watch, or watch siblings play baseball week. And I was actually going to ask. I was like, Getty, has anything changed? Some of us. <laughs> I mean, after the concussion, yeah. <laughs> You still get up at 7 a.m.? I still get, get, but I don't get pelted by baseballs anymore. No, now it's just emails. Now it's just abusive. uh, No, we're we're not going to start. Okay, so we talked about... Has Biden got back to you yet? We we started VR. We finished VR. Now we have Nintendo has an unreleased 1-2 Switch sequel. Apparently... what do you know about this one? This is so bad that they don't know what to do with it. So, oh, like, yeah, like all of the Fantastic Four movies, right? <laughs> oh, I like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like the first two. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 the the unreleased one was okay. That one uh, with the other guy was that guy was a jerk. So anyway, how bad is it? Well, the the article that got reported this past week doesn't give a bunch of specifics about the quality of the game itself. It outlines that they were working on development of the sequel. For anybody who doesn't know, 1-2-Switch was a launch game that was basically just a bunch of mini-games to show off how the different Joy-Cons can do different things for mini-games, like, you know, shading up and down to act like you're uh, milking a cow, or, you know, they had, like, a rumble feature that tried to do, like, little precise rumbles for you to, like, desk how many dice in a cup and stuff like that uh and apparently what got leaked out was that it's a troubled development because internal test play testers are reviewing it very very poorly <laughs> mm, <laughs> and so like wow. it's far enough in development where you know it's close to a finished product but it is testing so poorly that they don't even know if they want to let it out so i found it fascinating <laughs> that's the that's the main reason why i brought it in but like with the other part for me is that like they put out the what was it the what was the new the new one um switch what sports or whatever switch sports yeah yeah and i feel like that that like came and went i you know like i i, I actually bought it and i was all excited and then i i still haven't played it so is that where it came and went for people writ large or came or went for you um, I don't hear anybody in the zeitgeist talking about it. Yeah, because we're not so, talking about it. We're playing it. <laughs> oh, snap. I heard, bowling, <laughs> I heard bowling was okay. <laughs> and then everything else was like a... Maybe that's me. But that's just what I hear on Twitter. Wow. I mean... <laughs> I don't... 
I made Joel upset. I, I, twi- right. Twitter is Clearly. just the unvarnished reality that we live in, right? Nothing, nothing screwy about that. Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I have no problem with that game, Joel. Thanks. <laughs> don't, don't, I wasn't. Don't, don't hurt me. If you, if you want to talk about me. it, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> I didn't think I needed moral support, but thank you, Daddy. I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings. All right, uh, next piece of news. Uh, Xbox, you don't need an Xbox anymore. Uh, that's a, that's what I just read. So we can move on to the next piece of news, right? Uh, they've been <laughs> yes. talking about trying to put like Game Pass on TV. No, that's what they, they announced. Doing a hockey puck. Today, uh, it says. I don't know. No, yeah. it is today. So it will be, uh, the Xbox app will be on Samsung 2022 Smart TVs. Uh, you won't need a console because you'll be able to stream cloud games from there. Uh, yep. and looks and like also there's talking about trying to make like a hockey puck thing that'll hook up to other TVs, kind of like a uh, fire stick. Build your own controller. I want to know how much one of those costs. Uh, well, that's been a thing th- for a while. That's it. Yeah, you should look into that, Getty, because those have been, always those have been a thing for a long time. They're very cool. They're very yeah. Very I got cool. I got some it. cool ones. I don't they're real exp- They're real expensive though. How much is expensive? Uh, let me check here. Yeah, you check that. You go on to the next one. Yeah, I'm going on to the next one. <laughs> Last of Us Remastered accidentally announced, uh, and it has a release date of September 2nd this year. Ooh. And coming to PC. So, those of you who have not gotten a chance to live in the terrifying world of the last of us now is your chance clickers man that shit's real there there was a side-by-side picture i saw of that the the new one is terrible <laughs> Absolutely terrifying ter- yes terrible isn't terrifying like it, it it may as well be the stranger things demodorgan thing like that's how much detail they put into they're it. yeah they're pretty awful to look at but they made the monsters even more aggressive and and terrifying in the second one so this one i believe it is going to be the last of us called part one and it's already talking about having the original dlc from the first game but no talk of the multiplayer so we will we will see this this might be a purchase here did you dabble in the Um, multiplayer at all i played it on the first one and it was brutal not not in the sense that it was difficult because it was pretty much like the uncharted yeah. but like the deaths so brutal um getty these controllers are like 72 bucks plus there's a bunch of add-ons like rubber backs to, like rubberized grip metallic uh triggers and sticks pimp the whole thing can, out tell me how much it is uh engraving uh let me see here. do this so do this get the the enhanced triggers okay. do they have the extra uh like hair triggers yeah. that you can get uh run no. some hair it's triggers just, they don't have that i'm gonna put i'm gonna put metal metallic ones on it though. do it uh, uh get my name rips. engraved in it full name no spaces yep. <laughs> uh and uh, make sure that it's pink all right get back to me okay uh it's 100 bucks <laughs> that's it 99.94 that's not bad <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, what, what, how much is a regular Xbox controller? Oh. 60? 60 or 60. Yeah, so for that level of customization, wasn't there like a $200 Xbox controller that you could get? The Pro? Yes, that gives you all, that gives you like 
four different types of sticks, three different types of triggers. See, there you go. And and back pa- back paddles. That's expensive. That yeah, that's expensive. And a carrying case. All right. Uh, some more VR news. What the bat? VR game coming out from the creators of What the Golf. So that's yep. that's potentially interesting. I know that uh, What the Golf was played on this podcast, but What the Bat? Yeah, and it looks fun as hell. It looks really good. It's the same art style, but now in VR. Is this a baseball game? Yeah, yeah. I actually, my mind went to, like, Bat Bat instead of a baseball bat. Hey, you've been watching too much uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, it looks like that same kind of zany, wacky fun using the construct of a baseball and bat instead of golfing. All right. Yeah. Spicy. Oh, yeah, and The Last of Us, yeah, there's going to be that the multiplayer game. That's going to be interesting. If, if it's uh, with it. But, all right, we're almost there. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Angerfoot, which we played here on the podcast, has been announced for Devolver 2023. I just wanted to put this in there because um, they had the Devolver Showcase as well as the Jeff Keighley Fest. And um, the Devolver Showcase had Anger Foot, which is a game that we played here. And it is, we played it, I think it was Angry Foot Game. And uh, it has now been stylized and Devolverized. And it is now called Anger Foot. I don't know. It was already pretty stylized. The music was like a crazy, upbeat techno in your face. And you just kicked stuff. So... Yeah, I don't remember it looking so shiny and polished. I remember it looking more like flat animated, even though it was like... I kicked a lot of things, okay? Yeah, oh yeah, no, and you're still kicking a lot of things, man. It looks good. So uh, I just wanted to hype up that it's coming out next year, and I'm very excited for it. So that, I guess that takes us to freebies. Freebies! Holy cow. freebie-like sound. Uh, An air horn that says freebies? Yeah, or like, what if we all just kind of yell freebies at at once? Okay, I, I can get behind that. All right, three, two, one. Freebies! Freebies! All right, I think we can we can work with that. <laughs> I can edit something like that, yeah. Okay, uh, this week we got Sanitarium. Uh, all right, so Sanitarium Over is on GOG. A, yep, on GOG. Sanitarium is like those old... Uh, top-down isometric like adventure games, kind of like a, a legacy for Kane, but less combat and more just like exploring a world uh, created by a child uh, who is going insane. Okay. Oh, that sounds nice and cheerful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Field did hit the yep. summer. Hell yeah. <laughs> we got a man-eater over on the Epic Game Store. You like sharks? You like to eat stuff? Check. Whoa, That's what I said. She's a That's man-eater. What I, said, like, I love it. I like this game. I like this idea of this game. And then I just saw that and I was like, hell yeah, I'm into that. That's what I was saying on the break. Hmm. Hell yeah, I'm into Man Eater. Let's do that. It's fun. You'll you'll get some hours out of it. Yeah. Yes, it was on PlayStation Plus too as well. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce this as action, but A Q T I O N over on Steam. This is like a. They claim that it is. It's pre Counter Strike. Counter Strike. Uh, they they claim that this is the one of the things said that this was like what Counter Strike kind of came from was action. This is an older game. Not uh, not anything else. No, no big nope. name game. Counter Strike didn't come from anything else. 
Uh, that's what this is claiming. Mm-hmm. This is claiming that yep. this was Counter-Strike way before that. This is a very old game as well. Yep, sure. And no no influence from Half-Life either. Definitely not. No. What's that? Uh, mm, this, I think, predates that. Okay. What's, what's Half-Life? What's Half-Life? All right, so uh, Joel's no longer on the podcast, so... <laughs> I've, I've never played any of those games. Link, Link Wars on Steam... Is this- uh, Link Wars, if you're looking for some like Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3 style games, a lot of the, the, the freebies this week are very like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna play an old game that was for like Microsoft 98. Microsoft so, 98. This looks like, again, a Warcraft uh, style game. Uh, wait, is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, Link Wars. Uh, Typing it no, in. No, I'm sorry. Link Wars is like a board, uh, it looks like a Microsoft 98 board game. Uh, you're... You're dropping icons uh-huh. onto this board, and then you can actually flip the board. Okay. Like, hmm. it into a different direction, and the icons will fall into yeah, a different Yeah, unsold direction. me on that. <laughs> no, the one that is uh, Warcraft 3 is the next one, Loria, L-O-R-I-A, on GOG. Yep. What's that like? Uh, that's the one I was saying, like, that's, uh, that's, like, Warcraft. Like, some Warcraft 3. Okay. Yep, that one looks more like a... Uh, rts style no heroes just armies all right it's good link wars is a board game it's good stuff so uh guys i don't think that we can publish our harlem shake video Uh, it's too spicy for the internet if you ask me it's too much skin too much definitely too much so let's uh cool down in a break so much blood and we're back back with the backlog blog where we play games that make us choose. What do they make us choose? I don't know, Alex. You tell us about a check-in for Disco Elysium. What you what right, you so choosing? I've, I've been playing Disco Elysium for the last like three or four streams. I'm roughly six hours into the game. It's very much a. It does feel a lot of like a Dungeons and Dragons style game where you have a like. You don't like a, you don't, like kind of a skill tree. They're based on uh, different parts of your like kind of intellect. Mm. Um, having logic, encyclopedia, rhetoric, drama, um, suggestions, authority, empathy, and they're all part of your your psyche. So they will talk to you. Um, you'll be you'll have like uh, part of your perception start talking to you. Your amygdala will start talking to you. Different pieces of your brain will have these like little mini discussions. And the game just, it kind of, like, I, I really like, I like the idea of this game. I don't know if, I, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe these games aren't necessarily for me. Just because when I'm playing solo and uh, I find it hard without a DM to kind of give me a little bit more direction. But the game does give you, like, the choice. Like, for instance, you can look in the mirror uh, after a, a very, like, the story starts, you have a very particularly bad bender where your character doesn't quite remember a lot of stuff going on uh, because you were so drunk and you choose how much your how drunk your character was. 
and then also basically you you play the character how you want including if you talk about like oh like if you keep talking to people about how drunk you were your brain will start having conversations with you being like you know this will feel much better if you just like get another drink. <laughs> like you should probably just get another drink and then you'll like if you like have a conversation with a guy like at a in like a restaurant they'd be like look he's got a he's got a glass of booze right there and he's like sleeping you could just take that you could just take it you know so it's like they, they really kind of let you lean into a character mm-hmm. which is which is very cool um even like waking up from the bender they ask you like like you can go up to a mirror and it'll say do you want to look in the mirror and, and you have to do like a, a stat check and it rolls dice in game, so you'll see a, a dice pop up, and it'll give you like a number. And if you don't look in the mirror, your character portrait on the end on the on the edge of the screen in the UI is completely blurred. <laughs> so they really kind of like lean into this, like your choice affects how your game plays. My character is constantly fighting with himself, like don't smoke, don't do drugs, but the but the game like my brain is constantly telling me they're like you know you just. You got a little speed, you know. You confiscated it from that guy, just a little, you know, just a little, a little, a little hit, you know. Um, so it, it's fun there. Uh, I also, but the, I find that the the you're you're in charge. It was a there was a, a murder, and there's a current uh, strike happening between these factory workers that you can they're they're you know they're striking because they they they're unionized and the corporation wants to pull in scabs and you're kind of in the middle of it where you found like there was a dead body reported and you're like a police officer and you're supposed to try to help get it down and investigate who was responsible and there's lots of different ways to do it but the map the initial map and the and again I'm like 6 to 6 to 8 hours in is just it's real small meaning there's probably 10 NPCs to interact with and it just, it feels very limiting. I feel like I'm not like, I I wish there was more to do. So I actually find myself in the midst of like an adventure game that I don't know what to do. Like I'll talk to somebody and get all the conversations I can out of it. And then that data, I just will go and bring to every other character in the map and then somebody else will tell me something. But I'm not getting enough to, like, know I'm going to go from point A to point B and then back to point A and back to C. I'm actually just feeling like I have to talk to everybody and maybe something will trigger. Now, I thought the time passed in the game when you went and talked to different people. It does. But, again, it's a tw- it's a, it's a full 24-hour clock. So you have you a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. Okay. So, I, again, I'm finding I'm just, like, circling the map. And each time I get one new little option and I'm in, uh, rolling a check on it, if I succeed, then I go back and talk to everybody again. And hopefully that'll unlock another piece of conversation. So that's like my big complaint with the game is that I feel like I don't know the direction to go. But those checks are fun and funny. You can just uh, there's a character that is a, uh, a communist and you could bypass the that character and his him he's a he's a giant uh dude he's a he's a guard and you could try to talk to him and wax you know about communism and then you can say hey i'm a communist too and he'll be like okay cool and he'll let you in but you have a partner and your partner is like no that's not cool (laughs) and you you, it doesn't matter what you tell your partner like no it was just to get past the guy it's like no your your partner is like i don't feel comfortable working with you anymore (laughs) and then like jet so like there's that but I didn't want to do that. So 
and this is like stories that I've heard about the game pre me playing it. So that character, I was like, I kept going around in circles. Like I can't, I can't get anything out of him. I'm going to keep exploring. I'm going to keep exploring. And then one guy goes, Hey, you know what? You should probably just fight him. And I, and I, that option was always there, but that role was like, you have a 17% chance this is going to win. You have to roll this high to get that. And I'm like, well, that's not a great choice. So finally, again, six hours in, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I'm getting a little frustrated. I'm going to fight the dude. So, and one of the characters said, like, if you lose, come back to me and I'll hook you up. And I was like, okay, so I just have to lose. I roll the dice. I win. I punch the guy in the face. And then there's like, there's two other options. Throw a second swing or 360 roundhouse kick him. And I was like, well, that's stupid. So I take a swing. roundhouse kicked him, right? Well, no, I, I saved, I saved the game. I saved the game, so I wanted to... Scum to save. See. Yes, for this situation, because I wanted to see what All happened. All right. I tried to punch him again. No, he blocked it, beat the crap out of me. There you go. But I was like, well, hold on. Roundhouse 360 kicked him, and I did, and it worked. I was like, holy crap, I Roundhouse 360 kicked this dude. And then they were like, what do you do afterwards? And I'm like, well, I'm going to hit the unlock button to unlock the gate. But also, it's like, say, I'm sorry that this happened and unlock the gate. <laughs> or I said, disco power and unlock the gate. And that's what I did. <laughs> Wow. No, I think I said disc, I go, Disco Inferno and then punch the gate. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very funny. And uh, it, it was good. It was, it was, it, it, again, it gave me that moment that I really liked in, in, in that section. I was like, oh, I'm very surprised. And that, that rolling the dice was very nerve wracking and still passed that check. Very cool. I just felt, I just wish that I, I was compelled a little bit more. I was directed a little bit more towards what the next step is, or at least have a bigger scope of, of possibilities. I feel like with the map, it was there's a homeless kid over here who just swears at you very vulgarly. This big beefy guard, the head of the union, and then a, ho- a, a hotel keeper. And that was it for my options. And I felt like I couldn't make heads or tails of any of those people. I felt like there could have been more people to talk to, to explore yeah. and give me more options. Someone that would say like, Hey, by the way, cause I had some people, there are other people, but they were like, Hey, come back tomorrow. And it's like, well, that's like another three hours, four hours of gameplay. So no, I'm going to go find out, but I just feel like that's not an, that's not an answer for me. That's not an answer for like, well, what am I going to do? Twiddle my thumbs for the next three hours or just try to exhaust more options with everybody Maybe. else in hopes that somebody's going to give me new information. There's no so, shame. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I think that again, if I had, you know, my specking character is somebody that like has a conversation that will like try to like convince people has a lot of charisma and uh, we'll talk his way out a lot of stuff. And that's fine for me, but I'm sure there's like, there's definitely some people who are like drug, doing drugs is big in this game. And then there is a whole mechanic for that, that will uh, give you new different like skills and conversations and obviously stats. Um, and then there's, you know, physical violence. I could just, there is a, there is a spec where it's like, just be an abusive cop. And like, at one point they give you like your brain starts talking to you, goes, you know, you're a cop, right? You could just beat the crap out of this homeless kid, <laughs> and like my partner, and he goes, and, and you, it says like, look over your partner. He's weak. He won't care. Just beat the crap out of this kid. Wow. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, no, that's not. I don't. I don't feel personally like that's what my character would do. So I am role playing it, but uh, there's lots of ways to play it, and that's that's what I think is where I think people who want to have a lot of replayability and want to role play 
uh, this would be a, a good option. For me, I feel like I just need a little bit more to work with. And that's, uh, I just finished day one of Disco Elysium. I believe the game takes place over three days. Three whole days? Yes. Okay. And you're supposed to try to solve the case within that time. And like the game does a lot of like storytelling. Like it'll be like there there is just these like little innate little thoughts that'll pop up that'll say like, you know, the wind, the wind is cold and chilling. The city doesn't care. You know, it's like one of those that your character just waxes in his head. You getting Batmaned over there? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your character broods like a lot, and. yeah, that's it's it's a it's a very good game. It's got a lot of humor in it. I've I've called the precinct and they're like, "Hey, it's him!" Ah, hey, 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 where's your badge? And you're like, "I don't know where it is." And they're like, "Ah, you <laughs> lost your badge. Why don't you use your gun?" Oh wait, and you're like, "Damn it, I lost my gun." <laughs> and so the, your cop, the, your 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 precinct is actively mocking you and stuff like that. So that, it's pretty funny. Uh, but again, I just need a little more to work with. I'm gonna keep playing it though. I'm gonna keep playing it. You better. Report back. Tell us how it ends. All endings. I I ain't playing it that many times. What? Okay. You don't want that platinum? Uh, This is a PC game, man. I'm not playing. I I hear that the PlayStation. uh, Well, I hear the console launch in general has been a little bit dicey. They may have. They may have ironed out the issues, but. Yeah, I don't. uh, I've heard that it's dicey. I don't see playing a game like this on the console, but. You know, people do what they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Getty, uh, you said that we have talked about this before. I want to talk to you about this game that we have said is one of the best shooters of uh, the shooting generation. I want I want to, you don't you know, you shootingest of we've the talked shootiest about generation. We've talked about this before, obviously, uh, per your your saying. But, <laughs> yeah, hold um, on, hold on. Uh, I, I just want to hear what your thoughts are. On Titanfall Joel, 2. back me up here. We've talked about Titanfall 2 twice before on this podcast. I can confirm that it was mentioned twice in this podcast. I don't remember we Thank you. actual the game. Steve there we did go. a whole breakdown on it mm-hmm. when he was on I, once. And then one of the... I don't know if it was one of the first episodes. But do we even have those get, episodes Getty's, anymore? I question whether we... They might have been part of the... Citations branding. needed. I recall the one with... Uh, Mr. Dvorak, yeah, yeah. I I question whether those episodes are even available anymore. There was a purge. I'm sure that there was. Yeah, this this right, whole podcast so... is burn after listening. It's just <sighs> wow, Getty. What do, what are your thoughts? I'll on, remember that, Joel. Titanfall Next <laughs> time you need you need an assist, you can ask me three questions about Titanfall too. Bro. <laughs> so Alex, you get three. Okay, uh, Joel. Anybody, go ahead. What, what's your preferred snack while playing Titanfall two? My preferred wow. snack. That's a good question. Obviously, That's it's good Doritos, question. and I wash it down with Mountain Dew. Hell yeah! Code Red. Gamer fuel. What did you think of the House Factory level? The House Factory level gave me a lot of anxiety because you have uh-huh. to manage <laughs> jumping uh-huh. around and uh, avoiding some of the things as they're placed in the house. Yeah, it was, and and it's sideways. Yeah, the houses are sideways. You're doing a lot of it sideways. Uh, it, it tilts back and forth, and the kill rooms in that area are, are pretty obnoxious because it's already it, like it's so a, much parkour, a, a sprawling like area. The end parts had a lot more parkour. This it had a fair amount of parkour, but I felt like it wasn't as much as some of the other spots. 
How awesome! How awesome was riding the mechs? Mech battles were all right. It wasn't my favorite part. What did you, did you like the buddy cop personality of the characters? Uh, I like the dry humor of the robot. Okay, and time travel. Uh, hmm. I felt like that was kind of a reach. It was all right. It oh, was. I liked it. I liked it. It was pretty entertaining. Getting to zip back and forth between the you know the past and the future but or i guess it was the present yeah you would you would jump back and you'd mess around with stuff and then you'd go to the present and like oh god everything's terrible here better go back in time sonic cd just like sonic cd (laughs) just all right (laughs) it was it was all right time travel was definitely interesting but again overall pretty good game would you say this is one of the best shooters? I come from the school of Destiny and Destiny 2. That holds a special place in my heart. But we're talking about story shooters. Story shooters? Yeah. Like a, like a Doom 2016. Like a Doom? I don't know. Wolfenstein is uh, very yep, entertaining. Counts. This It had pretty good story. I wish there were more character development when it came to some of the other enemy pilots. Besides, mm-hmm. hey, check out these mercenaries. But Do you remember the flying one? <laughs> I think that was, I was dumb. in the ass. <laughs> he was real no, no, dumb. There was a there was a there was a lady. There was a flying lady, right? Wasn't there like a like a lady? It was a guy, boss? and he was flying. No, but wasn't there like a lady boss too? She might have had jets. There was. I think that was Ash. Okay, that character. Uh, her daughter is a, is a is a character now in Apex Legends. Okay. And then um, also, if you did the there is a what is it um the tutorial Mm -hmm. where they have you like do a run in that little um obstacle course that uh there's like a um, like this guy had the top uh high score speed okay that guy's the guy who got the top high score speed is a character in apex legends as well. all right yep so that's kind of it's barely tied but it's supposedly the same. It's game. it's the same game. Mm-hmm. Same Apex exactly. Legends, Titanfall Two. Who knows? Yep, they're probably never going to make a Titanfall. Three. Uh. But I mean, it, it, be, be happy you got a story this time. Titanfall One was just a series of radio dramas that were happening while you played multiplayer matches. Yeah, and that's how I know that that's what it was because <laughs> every time we talk about Titanfall Two, you bring up the fact that Titanfall One was barely a first-person uh, story, and it was mostly online multiplayer that was like the only game i've ever prestiged when you say prestige you mean you completed your magic trick I that's a that's a huge jackman movie <laughs> and a christian bale movie <laughs> do you not know what prestiging is yeah you finished Ooh. your magic trick get us out of here again <laughs> you are welcome oh that'll take us to our final segment of the night one last thing this week's one last thing is brought to you by trello board anxiety I've got it. You've got it. Uh, I'm I'm gonna jump into my one last thing. I fully plan on thinking about finishing my review for Salt and Sanctuary. We'll see if it happens. It's Salt and Sacrifice. There you go. I don't even know what I'm playing anymore. <laughs> salt and Sacrifice. Yeah, I actually have it written right here, and I, I'm looking at it right, right. now. Salt your wounds. All right, got it. 
Uh, yeah. Otherwise, that's that's what I got. So, Alex, uh, what do you got this this weekend? Uh, I got Blues Fest in the the Millennium Park at the Bean. Gonna get Buckwild at the Blues Fest. Also, I got that thirty sixty looking all fine with all my colors. I went super ostentatious. Like I have like I have a I have a tablet that's acting as a second monitor. I have another monitor like on top of the box. So I now have like triple monitors. It looks real stupid. You know what I've done with that time? I've played Skater XL a bunch. See? That's that's <laughs> that's the extent of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> So uh, I'm gonna install uh, Rainbow Six Siege. There we go. That's probably what I'll do. I'll play some of that. That's a, that's a pretty beefy game. Pretty beefy game. All right. J- Wait. I had the I had the other payday game. No. What was the guy? Joel. Uh, what do you What do you got on tap? So uh, GTFO. I got GTFO. You can continue. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I in advance of the video game homework we announced, I've been sort of doing uh, cut puns the the last few weeks but i uh i think it ran out you know the the deers just aren't turning anymore when i try to think of anymore um i just i need to test my metal a little better than that hey joel do you remember uh dave coulier is that the guy from full house uh yes okay <laughs> his thing was cut it out good poll <laughs> <laughs> so now we have machinery puns is that what we're going with here i've said nothing unless you have like a a simulator where you play as cut man in like regular life from mega man i don't know that i want to play this game that's, all right that's Alec- horse the band's be- favorite uh song or best song right there Cutman. i you know what you know what i i agree i like horse the band and Cutman is a really good song alec bring us home I'm actually going to pull an Alex, and I've got two. <gasps> I'm looking forward to D and D this week. Yeah, it's been yeah, hell yeah. And I, you know, I might actually get on that Trello board anxiety train and see about organizing my backlog because I pulled out uh, Dead Cells today when I had nothing else to play. I was like, I just need to pull something up that I can play for a couple of minutes, and I yeah. haven't played that since last year. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you want great. any games to play, I think we have a few on here that'll induce some anxiety. No, it's a matter of it's organizing reducing. them so I can actually put something on the beat list this year. There we go. There's a you could probably find a thing that will take all your Steam library and then organize it by hours to beat. Mm. Oh, probably. Don't do that. No. Also, that's what he um, wants. They Dead Cells has. Uh, has added DLC that includes a bunch of other indie games. Like yes. Blasphemous and Hollow Knight. Yeah, I love running around with the uh, Pure Nail. It's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, I did awesome. some some Blasphemous uh, in Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring, so... Yeah. Oh, you got that, you got that, you got that gear? Yeah, I, I defeated the Briar Knight. <sighs> Me too. Me too. And then I got the rest of his gear. So, uh... Yeah, that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where if it's Thursday, then you are watching us live right now. If it's Saturday, I think Joel is still scribbling away, finding a resolution. Yeah, no, maybe? We're going to have a quick sabbatical on some of that a little bit. 
Next to the Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. What in, in the what are you at? In the streaming graveyard, is that what you're saying? No, I was saying where are you at with oh, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts? Hearts. Uh, he's in I've two, gotten I've gotten to being Sora. Let's put it that way. Oh, wait, you're in yes. two. Did, did you get okay. to the title like the yes? The title I did card. get to the title card. Yes. So you've definitely like, played at least five hours. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Uh, if it is Monday, then you are watching Alex, Alex in his backlog. Yep. Is that right? Which right now is yes, sir. discoing the nights away. Hell yeah, I'm backlogging. And if it's Tuesday, then you might catch Alex playing Skater XL at 11 o'clock at night. That's gonna be the case. Gonna be playing some Skater XL. I'm playing with my. Mom. I got. Every, I took a. I took a sabbatical this week. Uh, because I did not have my Skater XL mods equipped, uh, installed, and um, I gotta tell you, Skater XL OG isn't that much fun. So I needed all of my mods, I needed uh, my stat menu, I needed my realistic sounds, I needed my custom gear, I needed my deck sizing, and I needed to be able to break my deck. I need, this, it keeps going on. I need to be able to poke my ollies, um, bone them out there. Can you break your bones in any of the mods? No. no. You get real good corpsing. You get real good corpsing out. Like, uh, you get good corpsing. Corpsing mechanic. I sack myself a lot and it's very comedic. I've seen it happen in real life. Alex, mm -hmm. did you want a bone-breaking mechanic? He wants it to be like in Mortal Kombat when you crack somebody's arms or skulls where it does like the close-up and you can see the bones fracturing. The x-ray. Yeah, oh, terrible. I just have it when my board has a life meter. And then does it make you go to a store and purchase a new board for an obscene amount of money? Um, and then reinstall your wheels? and That's called session. Okay. And some very spicy news coming out of the Super GG Studios. Uh, we are going to do a live show in about four weeks here. So if you have tickets to the Fan Expo in Rosemont, it's uh, outside of Chicago, Illinois, we will be there on Sunday, July 10th. Uh, we'll share some more information on social media, but check us out. Hang out with us. Alex will buy you a drink available to the first five people yeah. that come in. I absolutely will do that. Um, the, uh, hold on. I'm trying to find the times. Do we have the time? Have you time? gave me a time, but I forgot it. I'm kind of winging it right now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay, yeah. We'll share more on that as we get closer. Again, that's real soon. It's only four weeks from now, so we got got a lot of preparations to do and hopefully some games that we're going to play for that. All right, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the Zuck Quest headset of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. And good game, Alec. GG. Uh, fanfare and good night and maybe an air shout out to Shout out to Horse the Band. There you go.
Don't you point at me. <laughs> we think this is some kind of a joke. Serious business. The seriousness. Clean off my glasses so I can read whatever garbage. I just tried to burp and I almost threw up in my mouth. Oh, can we get you to throw up on stream? Is that like a is that, violation does of that some violate sort? Twitch's terms of service? <laughs> I don't know. My community guidelines. 